I'm SP from the GuineaGeek.com show, a weekly geek news podcast that is part of the GuineaGeek.com network. Just like the show you're checking out now, shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other amazing geek shows at GuineaGeekNetwork.com. Lovely people in internet land, and welcome to episode 77 of Game Life Balance Australia. I'm your host, Robert Bailey, and I'm joined as always by Nobel Prize winning scientist Andrew AC Yoshimura. See, I had the great idea, right, of combining two animals. Right. A human and an Australian. Ah. Yeah, they don't mix very well, though. I Not found. really, no. You get some called a bogan. <laughs> it's oil and water. Yeah, it doesn't mix so well. You kind of, you put these two really different species together. Really, really opposite. Mm-hmm. You've got, you've got like these sophisticated, witty, Auburn, you know, Australians. And you put them with the rest of the muck out there. That's right. And it's, oh God, you get a very, something very nasty comes out the other end. Watering down our pure genetics. Yes. With inferior non-Australian Oh, yeah, I mean, some people pronounce it the mal instead of the mall. The mal? Yeah, some people do. Really? Yeah, some really? people outside of Australia do. Like pal mal? I guess so. Is that a real thing? I don't know, but... I always called it Paul Mall. I, that's what I call it too, but in any case scenario, we need to invade England. I think we do. Right now. <laughs> I think now is the time. Now? The time is ripe. Well, look, they, have, they are a bit weak. <laughs> yeah, if there's any time to invade England, now might be your chance. <laughs> I've been biding my time waiting it's for It's like the... Europe doesn't even need to invade England. It's just kind of crumbling on its own, trying to get away from Europe. Sit back and watch the shit show. <laughs> I yeah. also won a Nobel Prize for that as well. What, sitting back and watching the shit show? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's all I can do. <laughs> Your thesis. <laughs> as I lay here on this couch. Uh, in conclusion, beer is good. <laughs> Australian thesis, mate. Yeah. The problem with Brexit... Is that it's like it's un- look unlike unlike what's happening in America. There was no moment where it was funny. There was like a brief moment where it was funny what was going on in America. You know, like 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 probably you know the moment like just looking at Melania's face mm. when 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 she realised that she was going to be the first lady. That was like a brief little moment of humour. Yeah. Um, you didn't get that with Brexit at all. It was just it was just everything was on fire right from the beginning. Well, the thing is that it's ongoing. Like mm. there's there's no resolution in sight. No. Other than actually like some kind of hard Brexit where the the borders close shut and hard Brexit just sounds like <laughs> sounds like an action movie from the eighties. Hard Brexit. Hard Brexit. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Starring Rowan Atkinson <laughs> as Farage. <laughs> That'd work. That, yeah. That would, That's yeah, not I bad casting. That. That's, um, like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Lock down the rights for that, <laughs> Robbie. Right. We got ourselves half a script already. Um, yeah. I, fig- I figured it all out, AC. I've got some dirt on Ron Atkinson as well. He's, he's got to come and make this for us. <laughs> it's called Mr. Bean. It went on for like 10 years. Wow. Show him some of that. You'll go, right, I mean, just, just don't show anyone else that. Just I'm sick of that. Don't show it to me again. You want to dox him by releasing that <laughs> to the masses. <laughs> Yeah. I used to go around telling people in Japan that I was the guy who translated Mr. Bean into Japanese. (laughs) 
And everyone yeah. would look really impressed for a minute, and then they'd realise that Mr. Bean actually has no sound or dialogue or anything. Mm, mm. You pick up chicks without lying, I see. <laughs> no, actually, surprisingly, no, no. Nothing no. about Mr. Bean suggests picking up chicks <laughs> is going to happen. All right, so we are, speaking of, of uh, weird 80s things... Mm-hmm. That's a hell of a segue there from Mr. Bean. Mr. Bean was 80s, wasn't it? Yeah, like late 80s, early 90s. Was that like transitional period where like it was the 90s, but I think everything looked like it was still the 80s, you know? I mean, it may have been the 90s when it came to Australia, but it may have been the 80s in England. I think you're right. Because like we get things so far behind. Yeah, yeah. But I think that that, like Ron Atkinson's like weird alien doofus persona actually may have started in in not the nine o'clock news, I want to say. Yeah, yeah. As like kind of this like guy who would who would like fall down a manhole and then the next time see the manhole and then get hit by a car or something. Uh, okay. Mm. Yeah, I heard someone say this is just going to turn to Rowan Atkinson po- podcast. You <laughs> see, I'm down with that. Um, that Rowan Atkinson basically has two characters. One is like a wibbly wobbly silly man, like yep. Mr. Bean, yep. or like Blackadder in the first season. Yep. And the other character is Blackadder in every other season. <laughs> That's not so. And that's his two. That's his two characters that he plays in every movie. That's his range. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Do you want cynical or wibbly wobbly? Like, what do you want? (laughs) He's. I I do. I I want. I want cynical. Yeah. I I just want Blackadder because Blackadder is an awesome character, and he. I think he he has trotted that persona out in a couple of more similar roles like mm. i think the thin blue line was one of those yes thin blue dodgy. line was kind of more akin to blackadder in that persona like mm. it was snarky and yeah but he's also like a loser yeah um i haven't seen any of those like 007 spoofs that he's been doing in the last like decade well no um, because i think johnny english i think it's yes called? yeah um that actually started as a credit card ad or something i want to say <laughs> Oh, great. If, if, yeah. Yep. So basically, he was this funny, like, he, obviously some bank or credit card company or insurance company or something, like, paid him a lot to be this, like, this bumbling character for, like, you know, bumbling uh, secret agent a mm-hmm. la parody of James Bond. Uh-huh. And it was really popular in England, and so they said, decided to make a movie out of this guy. And I think they were all terrible. Yeah. Like, all of them were terrible, but they kept making them. Nothing about, look, I haven't seen them, I don't think. No. If I have, I've forgotten it, um, which is not a great review. It sounds like the kind of thing you'd see on an airplane. Mm. Yeah. Yes. It's an airplane film for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you kind of regret it, even, but you can't stop watching it. When you're over the Nullarbor. <laughs> That's a real place. On your way to WA, because, you know, who wants to? Who doesn't want to go there? Well, I was just a secessionist. <laughs> Here we go again. Robbie's going to invade WA. Western Australia's got to go. Mm-hmm. Well, first we'll take over, we'll take over the UK. Well, they're oh, piece of piss, mate. Well, they're uh, well, they're defensive. That's probably down. you know what the UK is probably closer than Perth. <laughs> I'm willing to say, yeah, right here. I think yeah. Perth is on the same continent, yeah, but England's closer. Yeah, you know, Australia is a bloody big country. Every time you thump that table, it just upsets everyone who listens to this podcast. <laughs> I know, but I can't help it. I'm you're, just a, a, you're just a table thumping kind of guy. I'm passionate about my craft. <laughs> That's right. You feel strongly about invading WA. <laughs> And I, I salute you for that. <laughs> Would you like to have a, a high-ranking position in my army? You can be mm, field marshal. Well, that, that sounds like I get to be in the field and a marshal. Yes. It's perfect. It's the best of both worlds. Mm, better than the other position, which is cannon fodder. <laughs> yeah, that's Not as many cannons involved as you might think. Yeah, it's hard to recruit. So it's, not many people are putting their hand up for that one. I don't know why. Anyway, we're getting off track already. Mm-hmm. Today we are talking about... Um, Sega 3D Fukoku 
Archives 3 Final Stage. That's a mouthful. Wow. Well, AC, I'm glad you introduced that game because I'm pretty sure I would have fukokued that one up pretty oh, bad. God. Fuck, 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 classics. Fuck, fuck, see? Yeah. This is what happens when we get genetically engineer, like combine two races, Australian and not Australian. Oh, yeah. Fukoku. Fukoku archives. So, Sega 3D Fukoku archives, three final stage. So, I'm going to actually have to explain what this is first. Yes, please do, because even I'm confused and I've just spent like the last hour playing it. So, these are basically. Um, a whole there are okay. First of all, in Japan, mm-hmm. there are three of these collections of Sega games from the eighties and nineties for the three DS. Yes, so this is all on the three DS, mm-hmm. and they are in magnificent three D. And we'll get to that a bit later on because it's mm. pretty magnificent. It is. All right, now there are three of these collections, three of the Sega three D for Koku Archives collections that have been released. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. The first one, I will read basically out the titles. Uh, this was a Japan-only release, and it contained Echo the Dolphin, Fantasy Zone Opa Opa Brothers, Outrun, Outrun 3D, Shinobi 3 Return of the Ninja Master, mm-hmm. Space Harriet, Space Harriet 3D, and Streets of Rage. Hmm, that's okay. not a bad little collection. Not a bad, the early Sega stuff. Okay. There's, some, there's some Genesis, uh, Mega Drive stuff there as well. Mm. Is even some Sega Master System. So Outrun 3D is actually a Sega Master System game because oh. they had the 3D goggles. Oh, yes, that's the peripheral that no one had. Yes, I yeah. have that peripheral, but I don't have 3D Outrun, I don't think. Damn. Okay. They had Zaxxon out 3D or something like that. Yeah, there was like a very small library of games that, mm. that like you could use that with. I do have one of those sets of goggles. Interesting. All right. So the next one did actually come out in the West. Okay. okay? And this is actually called in the West Sega 3D Classics Collection. They didn't call it the Fuko Collection? They did not call it the Fukoku Collection. The fucking... <laughs> they may have called that in Australia. The Australian release was just like just a big middle finger... Whenever you turn the Sega platform on. I'm so immature, I see. <laughs> I'm a child. Oh, God. Fukoku. Fukoku. Never mind. Anyway. Moving on. Moving on. Okay, this one, which you can get for your um, uh, 3DS. I almost said Sega 3DS. Nintendo so you, 3DS. You can just trot down to your local game gaming store. Game Emporium. Yeah. And they might have a copy of this. They might not. It's a little bit more difficult to get your hands on. I got my hands on this about two years ago. Okay. Um, they have Altered Beast, Fantasy Zone 2, The Tears of Opa Opa, Fantasy Zone 2 W, which is actually a, um, a an arcade remake from 2008. Huh. Okay. Fantasy Zone for the Master System, Galaxy Force 2, the arcade game, uh, Maze Hunter 3D, which I think was a Sega Master System startup that game. That really sounds like a Master mm. System game, yeah. Uh, uh, Power Drift, arcade, P.O.P.O. 2, the arcade versions, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, okay. Mega Drive, and Thunderblade for the arcade. And Thunderblade, from recollection, is like a like Afterburner, but you're a helicopter, I think? Kind of. Something like that? Yeah, yeah. It's an overhead shooter, sort of. Oh, maybe it's top-down or something. Uh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. That's a lot of fantasy zone in that one. There is. So... Hey, Basically, do you like Fantasy Zone, kids? No. Fantasy Zone's a good game. Nothing wrong but with Fantasy Zone. There is, um, there's a bit of a mix mm. here between um, the arcade and the Mega Drive. Yeah. Basically, if something came out on the arcade, mm-hmm. they'll have 
most likely the arcade version on these collections. Mm. And mm. if it's just like a Mega Drive exclusive or possibly the most famous version is for the Mega Drive, then they'll include that. They'll include that one, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, so the one that we're going to be looking at today mm-hmm. is the final stage three. Sorry, the th- no, it's number three, final stage. Okay. Sometimes I get mixed up with all of these Japanese titles. That's fine. So this is what we're going to be talking about today. I got this in Japan last time I was back for about 3,000 yen, secondhand at a book off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it caught my eye because there's a whole wall of 3DS games. Mm-hmm. And it caught my eye because this one was a black spine, whereas oh, everything else was white. Okay. And I kind of went, oh, what's that? And it said Sega. And I went, hang on, Sega? And then I, because it's all in katakana and, Jap- you know, Japanese language. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I pipped it up and went, whoa, this actually looks like a good game. And I almost walked away from it and then kind of went, what are you doing? This mm. is awesome. Yeah, so yeah. here are the games. Afterburner 2, arcade version. Mm-hmm. Alien Syndrome, arcade. Champion Boxing, which is the uh, SG-1000, like which is pre-Master System. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Girls Garden, SG-1000, pre-Master System. Columns for the Mega Drive. Gunstar he- Heroes for the Mega Drive. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 for the Mega Drive. Streets of Rage 2, or Bare Knuckle 2 mm-hmm. in Japan for the Mega Drive. Super Hang On for the Arcade. Thunder Force 3 for the Mega Drive. And Turbo Outrun for the Arcade. That's a great... And actually, when, having read out all of those, I think this one might be the best. I think it is the best collection. The yeah. other ones have good games in them, mm. and some. And you know, some of them have the same game just on different platforms. Like uh, you know, because there's a bit of a three D theme, they put they threw in some of the three D Master System games in on the other ones. Yeah, but this one, because I already had the second one, this one kind of like really, really kind of looked like the final stage because this was. Kind of getting towards the mid '90s, the end of the um, the Mega Drive lifespan. Yeah, and these are the games that they obviously could do in 3D and wanted to include. Yeah, yeah. So let's kind of go through them in order that we played them today. Sure. Um, first of all, we were playing Bare Knuckle Two, which is Streets of Rage Two. Yeah, and this is a great game for 3D because mm-hmm. it's got like a, a foreground, midground, and background, and a lot of these games have that. Yeah, there's some parallax scrolling in there, mm-hmm. and the character animation is very fluid. Yeah. So it, it looks... It, it's just a fun game to play. Yeah, it looks really great. I think it's it's, a, it's an excellent choice. <laughs> you know, spoilers, I'm going to say this about a lot of these games. It, it's a really good choice to put on a 3DS because of the fact that... Yeah, it has that... It has that um, what do you call it? It's like a plane that you can mm. walk up and down. You're not just going left to right. You can also move to you know forwards and backwards, mm. and that really helps the 3D. Yeah, aspect. it does. It is funny though because it's a little bit disconcerting. And I'm pointing this out to you because it's in 3D and because these are sprite-based games. This one in particular really highlights the fact that the sprites are you know two-dimensional and they look like paper cutouts a bit. They do. But it's kind bit. of really fun. I, I kind of like that about it. Yeah. In on some way, it's um, got an aesthetic to it. Yeah. So I think that one worked was really effective. Of course. Streets of Rage, um, all of those games are pretty darn fun, I think. And Streets of Rage 2 is probably the best one. You know what? I was playing this, getting ready Mm. for tonight. And my first thought was, maybe we should just play Streets of Rage 2 for the featured game. Mm -hmm. Because it wasn't just the like this cool visual styles and playing it on like a small screen like, yeah i have the 3ds xl but it's small enough for my eyes mm-hmm. that it, it still looks really sharp it looks crisp and really good it looks better than it does on a big tv yeah. and the music is so good yes. the music is just oh it made me want to actually go play 
the original on a big TV just so I could blast it all around me and have two players. And that yeah. is the one fault of this game and yeah. a lot of these games is that, as far as I know, one player only. Yeah, and that's kind of a shame with a beat-em-up like Streets of Rage. It's mm. kind of the, the the real, you know, elephant in the room downside to this um, because beat-em-ups are always way more fun when there's someone else with you. Very, very true. All right, so uh, next, that kind of gets the tick of approval from us. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did we play after that? I think we played uh, Turbo Outrun. Yes, that's dope. I had a lot of fun with that. Uh, it's such a good game. So Turbo Outrun is kind of more or less an Outrun sequel. It's set in America rather than Europe, which is yeah. the first game was set in. I think so. Mm. And yeah, this game is, is super fun. It's very cool. It, it's it's perfect. Again, this is a really great choice to bring to the 3DS yeah. because the 3D looks really great and it makes the game, which already was like kind of impressive for its time. Oh, very, very um, much so, yeah. Look, looks super great because it, it, this is, uh, you know, it's a, for those who don't know, it's a driving game. Mm-hmm. It's a... Like a checkpoint racer, like you're not really mm. racing against an opponent per se, although there is one racing along with you. It's more about just getting to the next checkpoint, getting to the next checkpoint before you run out of time. Um, it does that thing that sort of, you know, 16-bit games back in the day did to simulate 3D. So, you know, the road will kind of like, you know, come at you. It's hard yeah. to describe. It's hard to describe using words, but... Um, you know, your car isn't really moving. No, the whole world is moving like very rapidly, and it makes it gives the illusion mm. that you're that you're going through a three D world. It um, kind of prints like you can you can tell when things kind of appear because it renders like kind of a U shape at the very end. Like you've got the sky and the city in the background, mm. and as things come towards you, it's kind of like you got the side of the road and the road, and it renders all at once, like yeah. in one section at a time. And yeah, then yeah. if you speed that up enough, it's kind of like film. You know, it yeah. um, it gr- creates the illusion of. Mm. of speed and because this game you know it kind of relies upon perspective Mm. you know things appear very small and then very rapidly approach you and get bigger and bigger and to give you that illusion that you're you know you're moving through a space like on the side of the road there'll be like you know road signs or cactuses or something and they're just flying past you really Mm. rapidly like just flickering past you and the 3D works really well with that because as it gets closer it just you know it it gives the illusion that it's it's coming you know closer and closer to your eyes so a very impressive game on on the 3ds. It it sort of enlivens Outrun in a way that that I, you know it's kind of cool to see. Actually, I'm excited to I was excited to play that game. It was really fun. And it is it yeah, is a great game. Great sense of speed. It's the arcade version, of course. So mm. everything is just like you know happening at a thousand miles a minute. Um, very cool. Okay, mm. so next we played Alien Syndrome. I think it was. Yeah. Yes. This is quite a different game. It is not. A bad game. No. It's, it's the arcade version. It's a top-down shooter, yeah. very much inspired by Aliens. Yeah. Alien. It like kind of the... plays a bit like Smash TV or something like yeah. that. Yeah. It's a top-down shooter. Yeah, yeah. it's not yeah. nowhere near as frantic, though. Mm. Um, but you can get weapon upgrades. You're meant to rescue people. Yeah. And you're meant to find the exit. Yeah, I think every level you've got a certain amount of people to rescue. Mm. And it's pretty obviously taking its inspiration from the Alien films. Like, mm. they're kind of tied up with goop, essentially, going, help, help, help. And you go over and you pick and you collect them. You've got, like, 10 or 12 or however many of these people to, to rescue. And then you've got to find the exit before the timer runs out. Every level starts with this, this digitized voice telling you that the time bomb has been set. Yes, the time bomb has been set. So it's a, once again, fun top-down shooter. Mm. Um, I it, it seems like it'd be much more fun with two players. Yeah, it's one of those ones where, again, mm. you kind of wish that there was someone else there to, to go along for the ride. Um. So next we have Afterburner 2, mm-hmm. which is a... Um, a not a flight sim, but a flight shooter. Yeah, it's like a yeah arcade flying shooter thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so 
the one of the reasons that this game was super popular back in the day is because not the gameplay is good, it's solid, mm. but because of the the arcade cab itself, mm. um, the at least the deluxe or big version. Yeah, it was like motorized, basically. Yeah, you sit in it like a cockpit, and you move forward and backwards and left to right, and it sways like the like the entire capsule that you're in, kind of up and down, left and right. God. So it gives you a real sense of like being in the air, and it's hard to imagine. Like today, that people would put that much money like behind an arcade game like that, you know what I mean? Like it's things have changed a lot. AC, yeah. Like, like you don't have. I mean, like anything that you would throw that kind of money at would be virtual reality now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just cool. I remember. I remember going to arcades and seeing that thing and being super impressed by it. I I've, uh, have actually played this fairly recently. There's okay. like a place on the on the south coast oh, of wow. New South Wales in I think it's called Ulladulla Funland. Oh, that sounds familiar. Yeah, and, uh, and I think they they have some arcade cabs from that era and I think wow. they're all slowly dying and everything but they still have that that game and I Half did play it and it's it, it, it is fun because like, fun in the I'm sure it has like the speakers kind of like positioned right yeah, in the head yeah, and everything yeah. and mm. yeah so cool so but on the 3DS the 3D effects are fun but it's yeah. not not fantastic you know the problem I had AC with this game I mean it's very fast moving it's kind of like outrun in the sense that it gives you this illusion of speed and, and motion and everything's flying at you and you know it's very exciting mm. but I felt like the game was kind of playing itself and I was just along for the ride, you know, like occasionally firing missiles. Yeah. Because it just seemed like even if I let go of the controls, it just kind of stuff kept happening. <laughs> it's kind of a bit like that. Yeah. Yeah. So like maybe not very, not very interactive. Mm. Um, okay. So next we had uh, Super Hang On. Yeah. Now, Hang On, the Super Hang On series, Hang On and Super Hang On are once again kind of a bit gimmicky, but maybe a bit more approachable and playable than Afterburner 2. Try and describe what the arcade cabinet's like. The actually. arcade cab is basically a motorbike. Yeah. You got a, you got like a motorbike with handles and there's no front wheel or back wheel. I think the black wheel, back wheel is there. It's just plastic. Mm. No front wheel. It's kind of connected to like a like a a lever that goes from side to side. So you sit on it like a normal motorcycle. There's like a screen in front of you. You know, like a 30 inch or 26 inch CRT monitor in front of you. Mm. And then you sway the the um the motorcycle from left to right to control it and you know the mm. the handlebars turn like they would on a like on a on normal yeah. bike and everything like that so but, you speed up by like turning your wrists yeah, yeah. It's, it's cool like that that was a cool cab mm. now the gimmick for this mm-hmm. is that it has a the 3ds has a gyroscope in it yeah so you can still play that way so yeah. you can actually tilt the 3ds from side to side and kind of play like you would the normal hang on yeah yeah and i found that worked pretty well like there's been other games in recent years maybe the last decade or so that have tried to use gyroscopes i remember there was a bit of a misstep in the first uncharted game for the ps3 where they wanted you to use the gyroscope in the in the whatever it was like the they had some spare the six the six axis controller is that right oh. um it's you know it's sort of they can drake a walk over like a you know like a narrow bridge or something like that and you'd have to like keep him balanced by like tilting the controller you know oh wow and that was yeah. very gimmicky it didn't work yeah. very well this actually works pretty darn well they've done a good job of imp- implementing it mm. and i played through an entire you know few credits of of of, of um of hang on um, just using the gyroscope to steer, and it was fine. It, was it worked fine, really yeah. well. And yeah. you and what I noticed is that when you were doing this, you weren't just doing your arms from side to side. You're actually kind of moving your body from side <laughs> yeah. to side as well, like you were on the arcade. So it's a good effect. Yeah, it definitely works. And again, much like Outrun, much like Afterburner, the illusion of speed, mm. the feeling that you're moving through a space works really well with the 3D. 
a really great choice for putting on the 3DS. Yeah. Okay, so the Sonic the Hedgehog 2, which we I don't know. What need the to, fuck is Sonic the Hedgehog? need to talk about that much because it's a good game. Like, the Sonic games have gone in weird directions. Mm. Um, Sonic 1 was good, but not great. Sonic 3 onwards were good and went declining quality from there mm. with some high points and some real low points. But yeah. Sonic 2, I still feel yeah. very refined. Yeah. A bit gimmicky with the two players, but that really works for it. Yeah. I think you're probably right. Sonic 2 is probably the high point mm. of, of that of You've got that Sonic, series. you've got Tails, you can both play at the same time, you can go supersonic. It's very impressive back in the day just to, just to have Tails hanging around with you. Yeah, you didn't think it would even be possible, but yeah. it, it works. It works super well. So the 3D aspect of this is foreground, midground, background, mm-hmm. Sonic's on the midground, parallax scrolling. It's a fine effect yeah it looks great look obviously it's not as impressive as something like outrun because mm. it's not doing that you know moving through a 3d yeah. space thing but there's it, some impressive things like even the blockiness of the of the worlds like the way that the sonic you know would have platforms that kind of looked a bit blocky and cubey and have like cubes sticking mm. out of them and things like that and they went to the effort to like add 3d to like stuff like that so, so it really gives the world a, like an actual 3d feel even though it's a very still a very and plays very much like a 2d game yeah so i mean look yes no surprises there sonic the hedgehog 2 a pretty good game you know it's it's good <laughs> It's a good game. Yeah. So next we played, uh, I want to say that it was Thunder Force 3. Mm. Now, this is one of the rarer Thunder Force games. I think uh, 1 and 2 are... 1's good. 2 is really good. Um, More common. 3 is great, but less common. Mm. I would kind of describe uh, Thunder Force 3. It's it's a... It's not quite bullet hell. No, it's it's an arcade shooter. It's a side-scrolling arcade shooter. But... It, it did debut vertical sh- on not vertical, horizontal, horizontal shooter. Horizontal shooter yeah. you, get, you. you get some awesome upgrades um, to your ship in this. Yeah, a lot of so you yeah. feel like you're OP at first, mm. and then it, it, it gets hard, you know, progressively harder pretty quickly, but still fun. Yeah, one of the cool things about this game is that you collect power ups, but instead of just changing out your weapon, you maintain the weapon that you had previously, and you can mm. switch back to it, mm. and you eventually end up with like you know five or six different. Uh, weapon choices that you can cycle through, so it, it keeps it a bit more interesting than than uh, other arcade games like where Gradius, yeah, where once you've collected a new weapon, like you know, for example, it happens sometimes in shooters where you pick up like the wrong weapon, like the wrong yeah, power up, and you're sucks. like, oh no, and I want the missiles back or something, and yeah, it's yeah. like Twin B is very unforgiving like that. You get the bells, mm. but you need to get the bells to get, but you need to get up to the top of the screen to get the bells, mm. and yeah, it's 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 kind of a bit. That game's actually quite hard for for what you call a cute 'em up. I yeah, mean, you know, Twin B is actually a pretty pretty tough game. Yeah, but this one seemed very approachable. It is very approachable. I, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I think I got up to the second or third level mm. um, and I had a good time with it. So, yeah, recommend there. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, and one of the reasons that I think a lot of people want to get their hands on this game is because it has Gunstar Heroes. Mm. Gunstar Heroes was like a, a running gun uh, kind of shooter platformer for the Mega Drive. Uh, it's really getting up there in price now and pretty late in the uh, mega drives uh, life cycle as well so it's quite impressive so. graphically yeah it's kind of it's not quite on par with metal slug but it's got the same theme and the same speed yeah well, it's not the same theme but the same sort of the same actions yeah like it's a plat it's a sh- plat- action platformer sorry yeah um and you know there's multiple tiers that you can sort of hop up yeah and uh 
Yeah, very reminiscent of, of, of Metal Slug in a lot of ways. Um, I'd love there to be a, a two-player option for that in this version because it would be really good. It seemed, be really fun. It's quite not... clearly meant for two players yeah. to the point where you can actually select two-player mode. All it does is mean that you're playing on the right-hand side of the screen instead of the left. <laughs> so, yeah, pretty pretty obviously yeah. showing its, its uh, two-player chops there. All right, and uh, we're kind of into the last three now. Okay, we're getting smashing through it, AC. Yeah. Uh, columns. Yeah, columns, columns is columns. Yep. <laughs> That's all we can really say. Moving on. Soundtrack, iconic. Uh, Not a lot of 3D here. Greek, Just, looks a bit Greek. Yep. You know. Uh, they had yeah. lots of columns there. Okay, the last two games, Championship... Oh, sorry, not Championship. Just Champion Boxing for mm-hmm. the SG-1000. Yeah, no, this game actually... I, I, I had a go at this. Yep. I found it very approachable. Very, like, probably a little bit too easy. Uh, maybe it was set to easy. I'm not sure. Um, it's kind of cute... Basically, what it is is like it's 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 a very simple boxing game. Um, you, you have a few different buttons to hit, though. So you can one button is like a jab, one is a like a straight punch, the other one is a, like an uppercut. Yep. And um, you kind of just move back and forward towards and away from your opponent. I, I found it really really easy to just beat the crap out of this guy. So it was kind of. I suspect they had it on easy mode or something. AC, but oh look, you know it's, it's, it's an early game. There. Yeah. Um, the SG one thousand. I'll just. Ba- uh, give you a bit of background here. Um, the ST1000 is Sega's first console, mm. home console, that um, came out either a week before or the week after the Famicom. Oh, wow. The Famicom was actually a lot more powerful and mm. was and had uh, its cartridge slot was also expandable as well, so you can put extra stuff on the cartridges. Um, the ST1000 was just not that sophisticated. Mm. Uh, I think it was maybe a one-button system. I could be wrong there. I'm wow. Yeah, look, really I'm, trying I'm, I'm looking at an image of it. <laughs> It looks like it was pretty pretty basic. Yeah, like, it's a, it's a great box. Look at that beautiful baby. Um, it's it didn't have a D pad. It had a little joystick. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks very cool. Like I like the look of it. I like the look. Look, I yeah. have played it once, uh, and I was very lucky to do so because it was. Uh, I think it was actually. I think I actually played it at Tokyo Game Show in oh, two thousand and six. Wow. So they had a retro corner there. Um, and the other game, the last game, which is also an SG-1000 game, is called Girl's Garden, which mm. you and I both had a bit of fun with this one, actually. I, it's a, kind of a sweet game. I really like this. Um, so, again, this is an SG-1000 game, as you mentioned. Um, and the way this game works, it's it, it's obviously arcade-y. Um, you're, you're a girl. You start in front of a little house. Um, you're in a field with flowers that are growing constantly and dying. They're kind of growing and then they kind of they rot away. They bloom and then they rot away. Yeah. And you've got to collect a certain amount of flowers um, and give them to a boy who lives in another little house just kind of a few screens yeah, away. Yeah. Just over the river. Um, but the problem is, AC, there's these pesky bears <laughs> um, that seem to want to like interrupt your, your flower picking. They don't kill you, but if, they, if you bump in... Bump into the bears, you cry. You scream. So obviously yeah. something bad happens there. And you, um, but you can leave honey. So you have right. honey pots where you, which you can leave to the bears. The bears go blue, which means you can walk past the bears. Yeah. So you drop your honey. The bears are distracted, and that lets you collect those sweet flowers to give to your your uh, your boyfriend. Which is sweet because after you give him the flowers, mm. it like he plays the wedding, da, 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 and he mm. kind of moves a few steps closer and like kisses her. Yeah, it's pretty adorable. Yeah, it's pretty cute. I also really just like the the cultural aspect of this, where like a girl giving a guy flowers mm. is like, for a Westerner, like it seems unusual from our typical gender roles. Mm. So I enjoyed seeing 
a game where, you know, a girl gives the guy flowers yep. for once, AC. And Very cute and sweet. It was pretty cute. Yeah. The, the other funny thing was that there's actually another girl who you're trying to tempt this guy away from. Yeah, that's right. It's a bit of competition. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he kind of drifts back to her. Yeah. Is, so this is kind of a bit timing-based as well. Are you well, the other woman in this relationship? <laughs> you could be. I, I don't know what the story is. It doesn't give you a whole lot of story. I just know that this boy is getting himself some poontang. Yeah, look, he's a lucky boy to be having all this attention. <laughs> so that's um, that's all the games on this list we've talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what what are your final thoughts on this one, Robbie? You, look, uh, you recommend it? I'm actually pretty impressed with this. I thought, I thought, okay, another like collection of retro games. You know, here we go. Yeah. We've been here before. We've been here many times before. But I think they did something clever with this. And I, maybe, maybe I'm giving them too much credit, AC. But I feel like they picked some really good choices to bring to the 3DS. Um, particularly Outrun, Hang On, Afterburner to a lesser extent. Those, those games that, that have a sort of a faux 3D effect look really, really good um, on the 3DS. They do. Um, the, so here's something um, that I have neglected to mention so far. The, the developer was M2, and they're pretty famous for doing a lot of um, re-releases and emulation and virtual console titles. Okay. Um, now, the interesting thing about what they did with these games is that they didn't just get the originals and split them into foreground, midground, and background because they weren't going to work like that. They actually had to rebuild them from the ground up. Oh, wow. So that's... they actually redid all of these games. That's why it looks so good, though. That's exactly. why I like... That's because why I... they put the effort in to make them look good. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was talking about how Sonic, like, those, like the little cubes sticking out of the, of the foreground that mm. are really just, you know, a throwaway nothing thing. In, in the original game, um, they went and 3Dified that. They, they painted on some 3D paint onto that. I don't know how it works, AC. I'm not a science boy. But they did the thing. They did a good thing with it. They did a good thing indeed. Um, that's really cool that they went to that effort because you can see that it's it's not your average collection of of, uh, of retro games. They, they put a little bit of spit and polish on it. They did. I think they, they, really, they really went in hard on this one. If you like the 3D effect... On the 3DS? Because some people don't. That's the thing. I should probably put it out there. That some people actually never play the 3DS with the 3D turned on. So my wife hates it. My so wife absolutely hates it. If you're 3D. in that category, it really boils down to like, do you like this collection of games? Yes. You know, but I think if you like the 3D effect, if you're into that gimmick, there's a lot, there's a lot of selling points in this collection. I actually think I might even give it the thumbs up and recommend it. Um, how do you feel about that, AC? Uh, I'm really happy that I went back and bought this game mm. it's kind of funny when i spend money in japan because i would totally pay 30 bucks for this here in australia or 35 dollars mm. mm. three thousand yen in, in japan when i'm in japan it's like oh three thousand yen is a lot of money i'm not sure if i want to spend that much on this <laughs> you're but spoiled you're spoiled i kind of am spoiled and but of course I, I kind of came back and i went no i really want to play these games and it was funny because i got this game i was super excited to get it like mm. after i because i like the the cover showed some of the games, but when I actually read what was like going on in the back, like Gunstar Heroes, yeah, like uh, Streets of Rage Two, mm. and like Outrun Turbo, all in three D, and, and of course I had already had the previous collection, so I knew what I was in for, and these were even better games than the other one. Mm. So I was super excited to get this. Mm-hmm. I went back to my hotel room with this in hand, and realized I. Not had not only bought my 3DS, I hadn't bought my 3DS with me to the hotel. I hadn't even bought it to Japan. Oh, God. <laughs> so I actually had to wait. Did you bring the Vita or something like that? Or? I did bring the Vita. Yeah. Indeed. I did bring the Vita. You fool. <laughs> I still played the Vita, though, so... Uh, Look, yeah. I'm glad you got it. Even even if it was just for Girls Garden. 
I think I really, I really am quite fond of that game. It is, a, it is a, it is just a sweet, nice little game. It was a nice, it was a nice surprise, mm. you know, um, especially for being an SG one thousand game. Yeah. So yeah, look, I will say it is only in Japanese. So if you've hacked your three DS or have a Japanese three DS, mm-hmm. uh, and you come across this for three thousand yen, I would say pick it up definitely. Mm. Mm. Um, if you're worried about how much Japanese there is, you can fumble your way through. Most of these games are in English for the most part. Yes, unlike our uh, last episode where yeah. we reviewed the uh, the Golden Famicom. Yeah, because they're simple games. I think there's a bit of text in Gunstar Heroes, but you don't need to read that. No, there's no RPGs on this. No. There's no text adventures. There's no strategy games. It's There's no board games. Yeah, it's... Yes. It's not a thinking man's <laughs> collection AC, and that's why it suits us to, the, to a T, so... Uh, and if you do come across the Sega 3D Classic Collections, um, mm. Classic Collection, just in, in the West, buy that one too. Yeah. Pretty good. All right. AC, Andrew, AC Yoshimura. Yes. You are a man who is alive. I am. You're still alive, despite my efforts. Despite your efforts, yes. Uh, and so, it would seem that you have a life of sorts. Of sorts. Some might say, scientifically, that you, you, you do indeed have a life. You know, scientifically, I am alive. Mm. I exist. And therefore, I act, was actually really sick last week. <laughs> so, barely. Barely alive. Barely alive, actually. Okay. Clinging on. Yeah. Uh, last week was terrible for me. Damn. Uh, I was... Uh, I, I think I kind of went into work on Monday. was obviously not well. Because mm-hmm. by about 11, everyone was going, dude, maybe you should just go home. Maybe you should go home. Like going, hmm, maybe I should just go home. Mm-hmm. So I go home feeling really kind of shit house. Try and sleep it off. Not feeling good the next day. Go into the doctor. Doctor says, oh, yeah, you caught something nasty. Here's a medical certificate. Uh, get over it. Right. And, and actually on the way out said, oh, actually, this is kind of looking a bit bad. Maybe you should get some antibiotics as well. Maybe just wait a day to see if it goes away. And if not, take the antibiotics. Okay. So I kind of waited... You know, till that night, and then I went, I'm actually starting to feel really bad here. I don't mm. think I'm going to get better, so I started taking the antibiotics. Cool, okay. And I don't like taking antibiotics, because, no. like, it's... You, you need to finish the course of antibiotics. Yeah, you don't want to make a superbug. No. Don't make superbugs, AC. Stop it. No, see, I am already a superbug, so... It, uh... Look, it, it wasn't pretty. Mm-hmm. And then Wednesday went, and I was kind of feeling very still iffy, and like this thing, which started kind of a sinusy sort of thing, was moving throughout the rest of my body. So mm, I mm. Took um, took Thursday off as well. Oh, wasn't God. wasn't proud of myself. Is that one of those ones that starts up here and then kind of goes yeah, down, 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 yeah, down? Yeah, down, yeah, down. yeah. It's kind yeah. of like gravity shouldn't be working this way because I'm lying down most of the time, <laughs> and it was one of those bad sicknesses where you can't, you don't want to do anything. Yeah, you don't want to play games. Yeah, yeah. You, you don't want to. You don't want to. Like, watch television, even. Mm. You barely want to listen to podcasts. You just kind of want to lie there in agony. Yeah, I hate that. When you're too sick to even enjoy being sick. <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> and trust me, I'm usually that type of person who only takes days off when he's really, really sick. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, I thought I was feeling better Thursday. Went into work on Friday. Mm-hmm. Was there for about half an hour before I was told to get the hell out. <laughs> <laughs> so you basically had like a, a week, a seven day disease. Yeah. And the thing is that I was feeling so guilty and like so stressed about mm. not being able to go into work on Friday because we had these big meetings. I had to plan for this thing that was happening on Monday. It's like a busy patch. Yeah. yeah. So I was just sitting at home on Friday afternoon, stressed out of my mind that I had so much to do. Mm. And... Like, that didn't help my illness either, so I was still kind of off for the rest of the weekend, and I yeah. finally recovered and went back to work. But even then, I don't think I was, like, 100% until about Wednesday this week. Right. 
So it took a while to get over. And I think it was because May has started big childcare. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so you're going to say big data. Big data. She started big data as well. She started it. It's all her fault, really. <laughs> but she is basically in a group of 30 kids now. Mm-hmm. And they pick up everything. And apparently it's really bad for the first six months to a year. And then it starts to get a bit better. And their immune system yeah. adapts and learns and everything like that. Yeah, she has patient zero for you. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And, you know, because we have to interact with her on a very close level. You know, we have to feed her, bathe her. Yeah, lousy um, parenthood. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Apparently and, you, you have know, to dress feed her and bathe and your child. With, yeah, and, and like play with her. So, so it's not like you can like put him in a bubble. And, <laughs> or, or like lock him in a room or something like that. <laughs> just imagining just putting Ruby in a bubble just walking away. Just <laughs> You're on your own, kid. Away. Just chuck it like a, like a, you know, some kind of like, you know, tip safe thing of juice in there or something. Like, there you go, have that. <laughs> hey. Hey, to be fair, kids would probably like the bubble. Yeah, they reckon, prob- they'd probably reckon they'd like that. She'd have fun with it for a bit. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, look, it wasn't a great week last week. Mm. Uh, it wasn't even a great weekend because, like, I was still feeling a bit off. Mm. So I didn't... Uh, but it was still nice to spend time with my family. We went out for a bit and actually ended up having a friend come over, which I'd organized like a week earlier. You on have Saturday. other friends? I have other. I've been seeing other friends behind your back. What the fuck? For years. I'm deeply offended. Years and years and years. This is quite a revelation. Um, the friend in question, Jack. And they're actually genuinely never heard of this guy. <laughs> <laughs> He is uh, one of... He's a fellow retro game retro game. I was going to say he's like a Canberra retro yeah. game scene guy. Yeah, yeah he okay. is. He, he's he's one of the more prevalent people in the scene and one of the nicest. I wonder whether I have met him, actually. You have met him once at one of my parties. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's quite tall. Right, I approve yeah. of this relationship. He... <laughs> Thank you, Daddy. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> That's creepy. I'm never saying that again. I feel dirty. I felt dirty like uh, while I was saying it and felt dirty after I finished the sentence. I felt dirty for years, baby. Yep. And and like and Jack is super cool and super knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. Um so what did we do? We talked about games all night. Nice. And like we talked about other stuff like our work and what we were doing and he loves Japan and he was like in Japan earlier this year and we were in Japan at the same time. Oh cool. But I was stuck in Guma, so I couldn't actually go meet him. He was like, going, you wouldn't happen to be in Japan. I was like, going, yes. Are you in Tokyo right now? No. I'm in the other bit of Japan. <laughs> I'm in the bit that I can't get out of. <laughs> I'm literally trapped. <laughs> Help. Someone's <laughs> taken the car keys and hidden them. Uh, it would take me a day to walk into town. Mm. So um, we just... Um, we just had a bit of fun just chatting all night about the games and our state of our collection and just all the all the great stuff and there's a small group of us in Canberra you know there there are the dickhead collectors who try and scam people or like who and not always scam but try and like collect stuff for the sake of like making a profit rather Mm. than being about the games yeah yeah and they're not doing it for the love yeah like you know, like we actually have, we're very passionate about, you know, um, hmm. video games and video game culture and history and stuff like that. So cool. Uh, there is like a small kind of enclave of us um, who, like, we all know each other individually and occasionally we'll get together as a whole. But it's very, very, very rare that we mm. would ever do that. Mm. But it's it's um it's good to know people like that, like-minded individuals. Yeah, yeah. like you know, just people to because I hadn't talked to someone. And no offense, Rob, who was on my level. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Of, of, you know, and you're a very passionate gamer, but not about the, not always about the same kind of stuff I am. Yeah. Yeah. We're, all the retro stuff. We're a bit different. Mm. I'm more of a PC gamer. 
Yeah, yeah, because I'm very politically correct. Sorry, I had something in my throat. Yes. Um, And you... I'm not. You I'm, a, I'm a dirty retro consoler. Yeah, that's right. You dirty boy. I'm a very dirty With your boy. Solder iron, soldering <laughs> things in that room. I don't know what you get up to in there. I do solder. Yeah. I actually don't solder as much as I used to. But to be to be honest, um, it was just a great night. And uh, he had never played Tetris Effect before. Oh, that one had been fun introducing him to yeah, that. So I yeah. bunged him in VR. Mm-hmm. He had he had given it a go before, and he was blown away by Tetris mm-hmm. Effect, as everyone is. Yeah, you know, it's it's just a, such a fun game. I, I gave him some of the highlights. And he's very good at Tetris. Um, he's probably better than me, actually. Okay. And that was great. And then I kind of ducked in after he left and played like one game. And then I went, oh, that was fun. And then Maria basically ripped the controller off me, ripped the headset off me and spent the next like hour and a half in there. <laughs> we were both up until about one o'clock in the morning. Wow, it was a late night. Yeah. Oh, and she's very rarely up that late. Yeah. Well, I mean, the kid's going to get up at like, you know, the crack of dawn. Yeah. And she did. Yeah, God. You know, that just makes me feel tired, even just thinking about it. Yeah. Like, one of my, one of my like, most hated things to do is go to bed late on a night where I've got Ruby. Because, yeah, she seems to have a sixth sense for her. And she'll get up at, like, 5.30 in the morning yeah. and come in and be like, is it morning time yet? And I'm like, ah, yes, technically, uh, you know. Um, no, morning is now cancelled until 10 o'clock. The problem is, if I tell her to go back to bed, she cries a lot. You Can't know? you just stick her in front of the TV? I could. That's a good idea. That's, what, that's how I was raised when I turned out TV. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good stuff. Um, yeah, okay. Gosh. So Pretty exhausting week, though. Yeah, look, that, that was like this one bright, shining moment of like, and, you know, of course I couldn't get too close to poor Jack, otherwise it would have infected him. But um, mm, mm. but just like shooting, shooting the breeze and listen to his stories and seeing what he's been up to i just had a a lot of fun you know i've been trying to catch up with this guy for about two years right yeah yeah um you finally made it happen yeah yeah Mm. sometimes you just got to pull the finger out and just say look we're friends we got to make this happen yeah we keep saying we're gonna catch up and you just got to say right this saturday night i thump the table again we're gonna catch up that's that's when i'm serious (laughs) or being really funny or laughing a lot or I just like thumping the table. Yes, you do like thumping the table a lot, I see, don't you? I do. It's mm. a, it's a, it's, a, it's an old radio hangover, actually. I thought, oh my God. You're not meant to do it, but everyone does it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the only game I've really played mm-hmm. is uh, an Evangelion PSP game. Hmm, okay. Now, I'm part of uh, an Evangelion shitposting group. Right, of course you are. Because of course, of course I am. Yeah. Why did I act surprised? Um... And this, this, I just decided to get all of my Evangelion games and stick them all. This is when I was sick, actually. Oh, uh, okay. Yep. Um, I just got all of them off the shelf because I couldn't sleep, but I didn't want to play the games. Hmm. Um, which was well, they all, are Evangelion games after yeah, well, all. Yeah, they're all shit out. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it, but I'm glad you... No, they're, they're not good games. <laughs> um, and I just laid them all out in a row, mm. all, like all in a bunch, and I like took a photo and just said, these are all the Evangelion games. They're not all of them, but they're mm. a lot of them. Okay. And, uh, and, you know, I have lots of questions and everything like that. And I kind of did a post about which ones are actually playable in English. Nice. There's like two of them. <laughs> Technically, the Nintendo 64 game is. Okay. Uh, because there is actually a Nintendo 64 Neon Genesis Evangelion game. Wow, okay. It's not very good. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm shocked. Yeah, that. shocked. Very shocked. It's not the worst game, but it's actually really not that great. doesn't handle very well. How many of these games actually are giant robot fighting games? That one is. Okay. Um, there are some strategy games that aren't really that, but you mm. still control them. Um, okay. The, uh, the uh, orchestra game is kind of 
like a... Um, I'm just trying to think of how to describe it. It's like a Smash Brothers game oh, okay. for PS2. Like an arena fighter? Uh, ooh, more, more like a 2D platform fighter, I'd say. Okay. Is, is a the, platform, yeah, that's what they call platform. Platform fighters. Yeah, and it's, yeah. it's, it's very slow, though. Like, it's a very, very slow game. If, if they'd kicked up the notch to about to make it about 20% faster, mm-hmm. it would have been a lot more fun, mm. I think, and with more responsive controls, but it wasn't either of those things. So it's playable. Okay. It's not great. Right. Um, the other game is the game I got last week, but couldn't play until the weekend because I was feeling so so terrible. Mm. And this was... Uh, I, I need to explain this. So it's a rhythm game, okay. which is good because it, it's based off the first and second rebuild movies. Uh, no, don't even bother explaining what that is if you don't already know. You don't care. I, I don't know. You don't know, you don't care. Then I yeah. might care. I, actually, I don't care. Yeah, he doesn't care. It's, it's, it's Evangelion shit. They kind of rebooted it into movies. Oh, uh, okay. And this is a rhythm game using the Evangelion music, of which I am a very big fan. I once paid $65 to get the original Evangelion soundtrack from Japan. That was a lot of money back in, like, uh, 1998. Right, Trust okay. Hmm. Uh, so, a big fan, and this game is called, uh, and I'm going to have to explain this, Third Impact. Third, wait, Third? Instead of, said, instead of... Wait. Three You R-D. said Third. Yes, I did. That's not a word. <laughs> Just stick with me, Robbie. You're in, for, you're in for a Japanese ride here. So, usually, you would say Third Impact. Yes. Right? Yes. So third impact, uh, the major of extinction event in Evangelion, which causes everyone to die. Blah 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 blah. We all turn into Fanta. Now this is, yeah, I know, right? Eh? Uh, so instead of third, it's three and D. So it looks like thund. <laughs> However, in Japanese, three is sun. Oh, so, so sound. Okay. So sound impact. Oh. So it's a pun on the word sound. And the amount of times that I had to explain this on the forum was infuriating <laughs> to a bunch of people who watch an anime and can't count to three. It's funny how... I mean, obviously there's different tiers of people's understanding of this stuff. Yes. Yeah. Like there's some people who Look, are like... I, I don't judge you. Yeah. If you don't understand, that's fine. But the amount of people that were going, huh, third impact, that's so fucking stupid. Mm. And it's like, actually, you're an ignorant jackass because you don't understand that this is a fucking pun in a language which you don't understand. Yeah, so I'm, I'm basically that. I, I am that jackass. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't you didn't call them fucking stupid for calling it sun. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't assume. Well, what I assumed, I see, was that it was some sort of Japanese thing. Hmm. You know, I was like, this doesn't make sense. So it's probably just J- Japan and I just don't get it. Yeah. And know? to be fair, some things yeah. don't make sense. You know, sometimes it is a weird Japanese thing. Sometimes this is just a-, a bad pun. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's so after cool. all that, I charged my PSP. Mm-hmm. Um, geez, that thing needed a good charge. <laughs> my, my DS from the same period holds a charge for like 10 years. <laughs> no problem. You turn this three, you turn a PSP on mm-hmm. and it goes... Oh, I don't know. It's a bit warm outside today. Battery depleted. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's a bit more of a sophisticated, sophisticated UI and and um, you know, yeah, yeah. operating system. But still, the batteries are shit house. Not only that, but the batteries in the original PSPs, like the PSP uh, model one thousand, I think they are. Mm-hmm. Um, those batteries are expanding. Right. Okay. So the actual literal chemicals. 
that make up the battery are expanding inside, which expands the plastic, and it has been expanding the case around the plastic oh as well. Oh my god. Yeah. So it's like it, the laptops you have at work. Yeah. <laughs> like the battery is like expanding and warping the. Yeah. It's not good. It's not good. Mm. It's really not good. Oh dear. Uh, and so I charged it and I played it, and it is hard. So after all that, after getting this game, because I was looking for it in Japan and I couldn't fi- find it, eventually f- got it on eBay for a bit of a steal, you know, like 10 bucks or 15 bucks or something. Mm-hmm. Got it, and I was so excited to play this game. But the rhythm is like a cylinder thing, and it's it's just, it's when you try and hit the beats, it doesn't work in time, or I'm doing it wrong, mm. or I occasionally get it and occasionally don't. Yeah. And it's like, oh, this is so close because it's technically playable and I don't need to know any Japanese, but I'm failing. Yeah. Oh, it's frustrating. Sometimes I think, yeah, it's, it's a tough art to create a, uh, a rhythm game mm. because it, it needs to be approachable on some level. Like, it can't demand too much of you. No. It has to demand just enough of you. Just enough. But not too much, you know. So, that's, that's my adventures in life, gaming, okay. and everything. Wow. How you, about you, Robbie? You're a busy you've, boy. You've been... Um, I've been living as well the last last couple of weeks. Mm. I've, I've, I've life has happened to me. Some of it I don't want to talk about though. I haven't been playing many games. Game life balance, Rob. One thing life I can talk about. Balance. I thought I might do something fun, AC, okay. different, and besmirch the good name of my brother, John Bailey. <laughs> John Bailey, yep. Who, good old Johnny boy. Who's been living with me for the past couple of months. <laughs> uh, yeah, he moved in after he had a bit of a falling out with my parents, which I won't go into. Um, for the first few weeks, he was sleeping on my couch. Yep. And then he decided to sort of upgrade to an airbed, which I thought was a good move. Because, I mean, I felt sorry for him sleeping on a couch. You know, it's not, yeah, not yeah, great. Not great. Um, and he got this airbed in. Um, and it was, so, he was sleeping on an airbed in my living room for uh, quite a while there. Uh, it's, just, it's just kind of funny because he kind of got, he's kind of gotten used to it, you know. Um, and he's been on... Like, you know, he's a single man like me, AC, yep. out there, you know, playing the field. Playing the field. I, okay. I, there is no field and I'm, I'm not playing in it. Um, and <laughs> I'm over on, I'm at the corner reading a book. <laughs> he, Nerd. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, he's been dating and he met a nice lady, brought her back to my place. Your place. One fine eve, one summer's eve, AC. Uh-huh, yeah. When, when the moonlight was dancing in the sky and everything was magical. <laughs> That's right, you know. Um, they kissed under the summer moon. Uh, and then anyway, the next morning he woke up and told me that he'd broken the airbed. So. <laughs> that That is table thumping worthy there, Robbie. I know, it is. I, I'm glad you thumped the table there. Although, generally speaking, I loathe and detest that. Yep. No, no, no I, that was warranted. That was, that was deserved. Yes. So, what do you do when you've broken your airbed? Well, you've progressed from couch to airbed. Yep. The next obvious step is to just move your whole damn bed into my living room. <laughs> so, so now he's got a double bed with a, you know, like an ensemble bed, like yep. a, you know, it's a base. In and there. I've seen this because yeah. I walked into your house yeah. and your brother answered the door and he didn't know I was coming. He goes, oh, wow, AC, man. It's, and I was like going, you're not Rob. You look an awful lot like him, though. <laughs> you look like a slightly more drunk, more tattooed version of me. <laughs> and and, like, and I've, known, I've, I've known John almost as long as I've known you. I've yeah. known him many, many years. Yeah, yeah. And, and we're friends as well. Mm-hmm. Like, I... I um, yeah, he we came and stayed with you in Japan. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was, uh, and he was, a, he was a very fine guest. Yeah. And we, um, 
He's a character, my, my brother. He's a bit of a character. Yeah. Uh, and it's one of those it's funny funny things because when I knew your brother back in the in the, the like the late eighties and early nineties, mm. he everyone called him John John. That's right. Yes. And still in my brain, somewhere at the back of my brain, when I see him, this big, really fit, muscular guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's a lot bigger than me, and he's even bigger than me, and yeah. very muscular. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh man, AC, it's great to see you. In the back of my mind, goes, don't say John John, don't say John John, don't say John John, because <laughs> everyone calls him Johnny B these days. Johnny B. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty cool name because like he he better than Kenny G. Yeah, I suspect he was cooler than me even in the womb. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he just—he's just yeah. He's the social socializing, you know, like fun, fun loving, fun loving guy. Hard and living. Now he's sleeping. Now he now he's not just sleeping on your couch. He's no. moved into your living room. He's moved into my living. He's living. My living room is his bedroom essentially at this point. Yes. Um. Yes, and it's pretty funny that he moved that he moved that bed into the. I thought it was like room. a couch bed like, at first. Like, and then literally the girlfriend came around the, the, the same night that he moved that bed in. He's not subtle. He's not a subtle man, AC. No, no, subtlety has never been John's strong suit, that's for sure. Uh, but look, he's look. I'm glad that I'm, you know, able to help him out during yep. this sort of period of crisis for him. So uh, when's he moving in? <laughs> the clock is ticking. I, look, I don't know. I'm, honestly, I don't think he wants to stay there forever. It's not a great situation. Mm. I think... Um, I've done what I can to kind of make the house accommodating for him. Like I mm. cleared out the the linen cupboard in the hall, and that's basically his cupboard now. So he can put his clothes in there and stuff like that, and have some semblance of you know space that's for him. But um, but he's also you know totally doing stuff right next to your front door, so you can't even escape if you <laughs> wanted to. Let's just say I'm very glad that the- I could have been very vulgar there, yeah, but yeah, I yeah. wasn't. Look, there is a back door. <laughs> And I'm glad that Boy, I... Boy, does she know it. I'm... <laughs> I slammed the table that one. <laughs> God damn. Um, gosh, this show is not PG. I'm glad we put that E for explicit on our iTunes. Um, I thought E was for everyone. That's, that's why I marked us E. That's right. I've been, mar- I've been passing out brochures at the primary school for this. <laughs> Actually, they're not brochures for this show. They're just it's a, different, a different kind of brochure. <laughs> Free candy, eh, Rob? Uh, you know, hey, hmm. <laughs> We'll get into that off-air, AC. <laughs> My marketing campaign. Um, so, anyway, he... The good thing is... The good thing is, AC, that I live in a house that is not... Does not have a combined living dining. Hmm. There's a door. There is a door. So, I can close that door, and then I can still get into my kitchen and access the fridge. Thank And Christ all that stuff that. without having to walk in on them canoodling. <laughs> Uh, in in my in my house, yeah, so, that's. I mean, like, what's funny is like there's numerous humorous levels to this because on like on the one hand, he did not feel any shame at bringing a girl back <laughs> to like how to do your I put, living room. How would I put this delicately? Shag her <laughs> on an airbed. In, uh, but what's even more interesting is that she is totally cool with that, and you know doesn't bat an eyelid at that. So look, they're obviously like a match made in heaven, really. Yeah. I, I laugh, but this is an important sort of thing that's been happening to me recently, and it's it's interesting and weird and slightly especially and especially as a recently divorced man. Yeah. You're like basically like you, you've got you've got your own space now. Yeah, I was very happy, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, your brother moves in. Yeah, and boy howdy, does he ever move in? Yeah, he moved in like nobody's he makes business. the moves like no one's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's quite it's quite funny. Um, 
So, yeah, look, it's been how a time. Do you, how do you know that they burst the airbed in that fashion? How do you know they just weren't lying there and there was there were just two, you it's know, just, you know, the, over the weight capacity of exactly, the airbed. Exactly, in May of That's right. They were just they were just lying next to each other with their arms straight by the sides like good Christian couple would, yeah. you know. Pre, pre, yeah. How do you, you not know, know that that was the case? Waiting, waiting, waiting patiently, dreaming of the day they'll get married. Yeah. Where they can break that airbed. That's <laughs> 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 yeah, quite funny. Oh, God. That's quite good. Um, that is look, you can't make it up, Ace. No, you can't. You can't make it up. Um, that is a story for the ages. That's that's that, my life at the moment. That is game life balance law. <laughs> now, I, I didn't slam the table, but I did tap it very slightly. <laughs> Let's move on to the quiz. Sure. Why don't we just transition straight into the quiz, AC? Because this quiz is a real corker. It's a real corker, is it? It's a real. I'm sure you'll enjoy this one, AC. Okay, what's what? Quiz me up, baby. Well, it's this little known quiz that you may have heard of. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's actually a favourite of yours, AC. Oh no! It's a little quiz I like oh, to call no. phone game or phony game. Oh, I think I threw up a little bit in my mouth. A quiz that I invented to upset and depress <laughs> AC. <laughs> My favourite part of this is when I was like horribly, horribly ill, couldn't talk. You had to get, um, you had to get Steve. (laughs) Steve Ida, known Canadian. Known Canadian. Notorious Canadian. Notorious Canadian. Very good, dear friend of the show. Yes. He's a lovely man. Uh, He hasn't appeared on it since. (laughs) Because you traumatised him. He's not come back. (laughs) And I hope- Steve was a good friend and you ruined our friendship. And I'm hoping that I'll have the same effect on you (laughs) with this quiz. (laughs) Phone game or phony game. I hate this game so much. It's a great game, AC, uh, where we talk about games that might be on the iTunes store to download on your Apple device. I thought, like, since we were doing, like, a Sega Classics game, you'd ask me a whole bunch of Sega questions. No, why would I do that? That would be awesome. No. It could be edutainment. I was just thinking that, like, you threatened me with physical violence last time I did this quiz (laughs) for you. So I've, I've been scared to do it, but that fear has sort of dissipated a bit. So I'm brave enough now to crack this hell on you one more time. Has your fear dissipated because you think I'm not going to hit you or because you've been going to the gym and you're stronger? <laughs> a little from column A, a little from column B. Uh, so in honor of all things terrible, let's play phone game or phony game wherein I read out a name of a game. The game sounds like it's from the iTunes store. You tell me whether it is or ain't from the iTunes store, whether it is truly a phone game Mm -hmm. or, in fact, a phony game, what I made up with my creative genius. Okay, creative genius is is you in a nutshell. So, before we we dwell on that any longer, Mm. let's play phone game or phony game. Question one, AC. JAWS, in all caps, (sighs) JAWS.io. Simpsons. No. Sorry, no, SimCity. SimCity? <laughs> no. SimCity or SimCity. You're getting confused here. Okay, fine. That's real. That's a real game. That is a real game. That is a real game. It is a game wherein you are a shark mm-hmm. and you eat shit. You attack and devour things, according to this video, this 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 photo that I'm going to show you now. Mm. There you go. You're a shark. Okay. Um, Jaws.io, that's a real thing. Fascinating stuff. Question two. Mm. Phone game or phony game? Snaker.io. Fake. No, Snaker is true. Snaker.io, wherein you are a snake and you bite shit. <laughs> I'm detecting a pattern here already. I swear to God, Robbie, if you go through all of these in the all.io games, I will kill you. I tell you, actually, Snaker is not a game where you bite shit. It's, it's like, it's Snake, but it's a bit fancy, you know? It's like I'm snake. still going to kill you. All right, what are we, well, you, you got Snaker.io wrong. 
Mm-hmm. But will you get this one wrong? Probably. Quaker.io. Um, how long can I stall before you actually get really annoyed at me? <laughs> I'll just edit this out. Quake, not Quaker. No, not Quaker. Quake. Wait, no, wait. No, Quaker. No, Quaker, not Quake. Quaker. Oh, well, that's obviously real. Incorrect. Quaker I made up. Quaker.io ain't real. But what I imagine it is that you're like a little Quaker, you know, like from the Quaker Oats, like a, like a religious, you know, like, yeah, 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 like I know a Quakers, you know, conscientious objector. Yep. And you go around binding things. That's how I imagine it would be if, if it was real. Question number four. Sausage Flip. Real. Tr- correct. Sausage Flip is a real game. Want to guess what happens in this game, AC? Um, well, you're this guy with a massive penis <laughs> and you go around town assaulting ducks. <laughs> God, I wish that was it. God, you really hate ducks in this game. <laughs> Wait, you just get in your big willy and you're just going, fuck off, duck, I fucking hate you. Are you just smacking them with your dick? Yeah. So when you're saying assaulting them with your dick, you're not talking about sexually. You're just beating them what with... What the hell kind of fucked up thing is that, Rob? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, sorry. I just assumed that when you mentioned dicks and assault that you were... <laughs> sorry, more fool I'm me. I'm beating up a guy called Richard, fine. All right, but yes, sausage flip is not that. It's a game where you flip a sausage. Wow, spoilers. Question five. <laughs> There's a little maze... And you okay, just just get on with it. Like you just no. Question five: Glass balls, real? Incorrect. That's fake. I made it up. Oh yeah, well I'm making it right now. Bing. Now it's real. <laughs> what is that's it? how easy it is to add shit to the Android store. <laughs> it's pretty much true. It's all the oversight they have. <laughs> you know what it is? Oh, it's it's just a picture of my balls with white Comic Sans that says glass over it. Yeah, and that's all. That's what the game is. You can, like, paint it or something. Rated E for everyone. Just like our podcast. <clears throat> Question six. AC. I'm sure you'll enjoy this one. Spicy Piggy. Real. Correct. Spicy Piggy is a real game. I'm not going to lie to you. I put this on the list just because I like the name. It is some kind of runner or platformer from the looks of it. Uh, so that looks like fun. Look at that. It's a spicy pig. He's breathing fire. The hardest Get platformer ever, it says. Get that away from my face. The hardest platformer ever. I'll tell you what the hardest thing ever is. And it says here, can you handle your chili? Question mark. No. Yes, but not in this game because I don't <laughs> want to play this game. Next question. All right, you got spicy piggy correct. What about spicy grandma? Yeah, it's real. False. <laughs> spicy grandma ain't real. I don't know. My, my grandma's pretty spicy. <laughs> I know. I've seen her. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen a gra- his grandma. I, I don't. Just in the racist way, not like in the... Oh, you know. not in like a sexy grandma way? No. Okay. No, I, I can guarantee that... Um, Your grandma isn't sexy? No. That's a shame. Unless you really, really like racists. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, if that's your thing... Look, that, look okay... She's that, single. You remember that blonde chick Ready from, to mingle. Do you remember Raiders of the Last Crusade? Indiana Jones and the uh, Last Crusade? Yeah. Remember that chick? Yep. Yeah, she was all right for a racist. <laughs> um, question... <laughs> she was all right. Uh, oh, God. Things I will regret. This quiz brings out the worst in everyone. It really does. Okay, so I don't want to win this. Like, I have no. I, <laughs> I don't want to like be more knowledgeable about this. <laughs> okay, well, you you failed on spicy grandma. What Good. About, what about this one, AC? Happy grandma. Real. No. False. Good. You, you fool. You idiot. Of course, that's not real. 
Happy grandma, for goodness sake. Is it, if the next one's racist grandma, <laughs> I have video evidence to back it up. <laughs> Just show on the iTunes. <laughs> It's just this again, is, again, just. A I gift. have two grandmothers who are still alive. There's what I call the good one and mm-hmm. the evil one. <laughs> She's not as racist as I'm making it out, mm-hmm. but let's just say that she doesn't spell. She refuses to. She doesn't get my last name correct. She still calls me Andrew Campbell, <laughs> and she spells my daughter's name M A Y instead of M E I. She insists. Despite you telling her numerous times. That's nice. I don't think it's an insistence thing. I just think it's willful ignorance mm. sort of thing on her part. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, good stuff. Old people, you know, salt of the earth. Best generation. Racist. Racist is all fuck. <clears throat> Question number nine. Happy glass. Real. Correct. Happy glass is real. Damn it. I must confess, I don't know what that game even is. Let's look it up. I want it's to my balls with the word glass written over it in well, Comic Sans. That would make font. me happy, so that makes sense. <laughs> Oh, it's a game where you pour water into a glass. <sighs> you know what? You want know to like about the iTunes store, AC? Just consistent quality. Just consistent you know, bangers, one after the other. Each game better than the last. You know what I did the other day? Mm-hmm. I realised that I had actually bought Desert Golf. And we reviewed it for this podcast. Right. I think like during the, the run, the first run, years and years and years ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, I went, oh, yeah, I don't really have any games on my phone because I you know, already spend too much time on my phone as it is on, on Twitter and, and line talking to my friends. Mm. Re- I, like, so I in- reinstalled it, played like three holes and went, oh, yeah, this fucking game and uninstalled it. <laughs> the, the irony being that's one of the best games on the, yeah, on the iTunes. Exactly. Yeah. Right. It's four to me, five to you. Ooh. I really hope I don't get this one. All right. We'll, we'll see. We've heard of Happy Grandma. You've heard of Happy Glass. <laughs> But have Please you heard of Happy Pappy? That's real. That's got to be real. 100% real. It's about a little harpy mm-hmm. named Pappy mm-hmm. who's happy mm-hmm. and takes people's souls. I wish that was real, AC, but unfortunately I made that one up. Oh, thank Christ for that. You win. <laughs> you, oh, my God. Wait a minute. Are you playing Mazare with my with my phone game or phony <laughs> really, game quiz? Really don't want to win this game. <laughs> to win is to lose... And to lose is to win. No, that no one wins when you play phone game or phony game. Yeah, but I just except for Steve Ida. If <laughs> you took his soul, yeah, I know. he doesn't have a soul anymore. <laughs> Steve is dead. I just he's just like a walking zombie who collects Transformers now. I just like that last part is true, not the soul part, the Transformers part. Every now and then I take his soul off the shelf in my bedroom and I just laugh at it. <laughs> I just go. <laughs> it's in a little <laughs> glass jar, and you kind of you yeah. just kind of I shake it tap up. it. And you go, Happy in there, Stevie boy, I say. <laughs> Live Foley there, people. Mm-hmm. Well done. We, you know what? This is like an old school radio play in a lot of ways, isn't it? Um, <laughs> Just messing with Steve's soul. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's getting all... Steve does have a YouTube channel. He does. Which is, do you want to like spruik Steve now? Now that we've like dragged his name through the mud. <laughs> he has a... He has, like, is it still... What, what's his channel called again? Oh, God. What was it? It was a good one. <laughs> Steve the gaming man God damn, I hate you Pop something ga- pop, I had it and cap- I was about to mention it And now you've ruined it because- Bottle cap papadap What was it Kadapadap. called? Canadian fun gaming <laughs> Canadian fun gaming time The hoarder half hour with Steve He already hates me, it's fine <laughs> The hoarder half hour we should look this up. 
Because it's actually bugging me that I don't know. Oh, God, what's it called? It's a good name too. It's a good name for the channel. It's got like a snappy name. <laughs> You're laughing too hard. I'm just Googling. I'm look, just... look, I remember what it's called. It's called Capmax Gaming. Capmax. Okay? That's why I thought it said PopCap or something. There you go. <laughs> Capmax. I couldn't stop laughing. I remember what it was. Mm. You were making me laugh. <laughs> Capmax Gaming, check that out. He's actually a pretty great uh, he does. Let's and Player. He, he Although I think, space. does he do Let's Plays anymore? Or does he just mainly do videos of his Transformers and stuff like that? Um, so Steve does a couple of things. Uh, Steve does uh, Gamer Hall, which I really like watching. Mm. He's um, He does a lot of gamer stuff. He does um, toy hauls as well now. He's really into collecting old school uh, Transformers and mm-hmm. possibly new school ones. Um, he also has a... Um, a a podcast which I have appeared on a few times. You have, yeah. Uh, one of which went for four hours. It yes. was magnificent. It was about Evangelion. Yes, he I invited me they... on, and I was like, "Dude, I don't have four hours." <laughs> it's the uh, Catmax hype cast. Yeah, it's good. I always listened to one episode of that. We talked. We just spent a lot of time talking about the Mary Poppins soundtrack, which I really enjoyed. It's a good. It's a good soundtrack. It's a good that soundtrack. One, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and uh, he's actually just done. Uh, Okay, let's let me bring it up here, Cat Max. Here we go. Uh, he has done episode twenty-eight. There you go. Very recently. So look, Steve up. Yeah, he's a good look, guy. He is a good guy, and we just giving him a lot of shit. Yeah, I kind mean, of because he really, deserves it. Well, sort of. <laughs> he doesn't actually deserve. Well, he deserve way more just, shit than he. Yeah. I'm just pouring myself another drink here, folks. While we some live folly work here. All right. So the end of that quiz. Telling up. The score. Four to six. I'm the wiener. You, I'm really, really happy I didn't win that quiz. Even if, even by luck, I just really didn't just want to win that. Dumb chance. You know what I did just to fuck with you, AC, is I, I made I made sure that there were five true and five false, so you couldn't just sit there and say true to everything and still... <laughs> I made sure that you had to no, freaking... Because that's what I did last time. Yes, exactly. You but ruined my fun. I didn't want to risk winning. You either. ruined my fun. Yeah. That's what Steve did, actually. I bet four questions in. After the fourth crazy dentist game... <laughs> Turns out a lot of crazy dentist games on the iTunes store. Yeah, those games are fucked up. Um, so yeah. you know what? You know actually what I want you to bring back. Mm-hmm. I have a, a quiz request. Okay. Yeah. So I was actually we were going through some of our archives today. Mm-hmm. We were, which is a bit interesting for us because there's a bit of a weird crossover period for us where we did. So we did a, a YouTube series mm-hmm. called Bit Seizure. We did, and then we did the first season of Game Life Balance. Mm-hmm. And technically, we're still Game Life Balance. We're just Game Life Balance Australia. Mm-hmm. And we license out Game Life Balance. Mm-hmm. Um, you get those sweet royalties. We, we, we get no royalties. To the US guys for, for hugs, basically. They yeah. hug us. Sexual favours. Sexual favours. Yeah. I have, still haven't recouped mine, but I, <laughs> I, I live I've in got, hope. I've got a big, thick book of vouchers of sexual <laughs> favours with Cody's face all over it. Just, Cody is going to wake up next, next to his supposed wife and realise <laughs> that it's just me in a wig. And he's going <laughs> to scream and scream and scream. That's... Basically how I start every morning. It's better than coffee, folks. And I'll be like, hi, Cody. I want to sleep in your bed now. Can I be your wife? <laughs> what did you do with the real Casey? Ah, she's... There is no real Casey. <laughs> there never was. <laughs> Ooh, I say. And so- then he realizes that she's in the next room making coffee. <laughs> and she's totally, she's totally cool with our, like, you know, platonic relationship we have going. I tried to sell those, like, sexual favor brochures, like the <laughs> coupon book on eBay. No bidders. No, up- Real weird. No, no uptake on that. No, no, no. no, no, no nobody's no. into that. That's funny. So, uh, I had to go back and look in our archives because mm-hmm. while we were seriously, and I mean pretty seriously, considering 
doing Streets of Rage 2 as the featured game today. That's right. Because we were so into it. Mm-hmm. I had to actually go back and say, have we actually done Streets of Rage 2 before? Because we're actually getting up to the point where we're, if you include the pilot episode, the Christmas special, mm-hmm. and the original run of, of, our, of our first run of Game Life Balance. Mm-hmm. We're getting close to 100 episodes now. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Even though the number so says 77. Talking almost four years? Yeah, that's creepy. It is pretty creepy. To think that we've been doing podcasts for about four years. And the overlap is the fact that we did... Uh, we uh, What did we do? Um, we did Bit Seizure on yes. YouTube before that. Yes. And so there's a bit of like, did we do that game? Did we not do that game? I can't remember. Yeah, it all gets a bit confusing sometimes. So we have to go back and kind of search our own website to remind us of what we've done. Yeah, it's kind of bad because... I think episode zero of the original run. Yeah, so basically the pilot episode. Be like when Rob and I were actually, can, can we do this? I think we can do this. I reckon we can do this. Turns out I think seven, 77 episodes in, yeah. we can't do this. No. <laughs> I think we recorded that episode on your phone, actually. We may have done that. Yeah. We, I don't think we had any professional recording equipment, but I think mm. I, I think our um, our japes yeah. and, and our, our conversational ability was just so wild and so out there. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Lots of dead air in that episode. Yeah, that's right. Look, um, look, it is on the website. If you are curious, you can dig in the crates. Mm. You can go back to the ancient days of AC and Rob, back before we had kids. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, uh, because we went on sabbatical. The original run of Game Life Balance, yeah, uh, finished up when you had Ruby. That's right, and you went kind of on a bit of a sabbatical. Yeah, I wasn't sure whether I'd be able to keep it up. I mean, there was a lot of other things going on in my life at that time. Like my marriage wasn't going super great. I wasn't really in a good place mentally, you know. Um, so you know killing the show seemed like a good idea but then what was really funny was that we got this little email from people in america saying hey can we use your ip because you seem not to be using it anymore and we're like like, hey now we suddenly want (laughs) to i really suddenly feel like i want to keep podcasting now (laughs) that's not entirely true and it's not entirely false either no that's that's a bit of a lie that is a bit of a lie the fact is that we had actually planned to come back i think Mm -hmm. probably because you did you wanted to spend time with me over here i wanted to like Maybe get the heck out of my head. <laughs> yeah, I think that may, be may, may, may have been part of it. Yeah. So we were. No um, offense. I should be clear that my wife, my ex wife, is actually a lovely person. Yeah, she is. She's um, a lot better than Rob. I Rob have is no, a terrible person. I, I, I hate him. Everything is my fault. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yes, yeah, sometimes I wanted to get out of the house. Yeah. You know? And I think uh, that was, and we were only off air. I think three weeks mm. before I got that weird email, and I think it took me like another two weeks to reply because I wanted to make sure it wasn't some sort of like weird scam from Nigeria or something. Yeah, yeah. Because it's pretty weird to come out of the blue saying, "Hey, can we steal your name?" <laughs> We've told this story a couple of times. Yeah. But uh, the original run is still in our podcast, That's and right. we still record stuff like on YouTube as just. Game Life Balance. Yeah. Not necessarily Game Life Balance Australia, just Game Life Balance, just because it's, it's a fun thing to say. I just like saying it. It is fun. And you, yeah, we are, you, you are still what I would call a YouTuber. I am occasionally. Mm. Um, I really actually wanted to do another YouTube video of Thund Sound Impact. <laughs> Thund Impact, yeah. So uh, last year I did a YouTube video with a friend of the show, Elise, mm. uh, from Dark and Shiny. Yeah. And we did an Evangelion video, and that was a lot of fun. And I was thinking, oh, man, we maybe we can do this um, this uh, PSP game. Mm. But I can't even figure out how to play it properly, so I'm not sure whether we're going to go in that direction yet. But uh, keep your eyes peeled, because 
you know, I'll definitely be doing, trying to do more stuff this year with that channel. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, if you dive back into the archives because we were a bit different. We were different people back then. Yeah, it's actually... Our gaming stuff and our life stuff meshed a lot better back then, I think it's fair to say. Yeah. I'm actually curious myself to hear what it was like. Um, and if you are too, then just visit www, that means World Wide Web, dot gamelifebalance.com. Then we'll get that, gamelifebalanceaustralia.com. Please don't, forgive. Don't go to that. Please forgive. They'll go to gamelifebalance.com because that's just Russian porn. Um, that's where my porn ended up. <laughs> God damn it. I've been looking for that. Uh, yeah, so go to GameLifeBalanceAustralia.com and dig in the archives and you'll find all our old episodes up there. I don't think you can get it on your phone, but you can play it over your laptop or whatever the heck. Or I think it's can... still on iTunes as the original Game Life Balance. Yeah. Like, that's, okay. that's, that's still, still yeah, that's still our, our IP is still alive on that. Mm, okay. Interesting right. stuff. Um, so, yeah, that's a, going back down memory lane has been a bit interesting because... Like, I don't do it a whole lot, mm. but when I have to do it, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, we used to talk about shit like that. Man, what? oh, yeah, alcohol. That's what we were on. <laughs> that's the explanation for everything, really. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, so, look, uh, next week we actually have a game we've both bought mm. or going to buy. Mm-hmm. So, hopefully we will have played enough of that. Yeah, we're looking forward to that because that's... It's uh, going to be a modern game. Yeah, as well, which is unusual for us. Yeah. So look forward to that. You might actually get some, you know, useful, you know, buying advice from us for once. <laughs> uh, you're not going to. Uh, it's going to be something that you can't get because it's in Japan or it's something it? that's like a hundred years old. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's us to a T. Yeah. And I'm still not completely unconvinced that we're not going to totally go back and play Streets of Rage 2. We may, we may just do that. But, um, you know, we'll keep you, we'll keep you on the edge of your seat. Uh, but AC, before we before we wrap it up, okay, yep, I would love to tell you, not and only you, not not the listeners. You can fucking turn this off now. Um, about the Gonna Geek Network. I love those guys. The Gonna Geek Network. We got told off recently. Yeah, look, look, the look. We had this great idea about <laughs> promos. Yeah, we did. We had a fantastic idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't. Super enthusia- enthused by the higher higher ups at at the network. No, it wasn't, wasn't received favorably by the committee. <laughs> yeah. Look, we take we take our, our our duties very very seriously. Yeah, we are we're nothing but serious, you and I. We are very serious entertainers, and so we try and entertain. That's right. I'm a fucking Frank Sinatra. <laughs> Just meaning that I have ties to the mob and <laughs> and am deeply shady. Um. Yep, that's us. That's that's Game Life Balance Australia, and probably US as well. Well, you know, Uncle Stabo. I mean, that guy. Don't get me started. <laughs> All right. So, tell us about the Gunna Geek Network. I will tell you about the Gunna Geek Network AC, which is a network of geeky podcasts, just like the one you're listening to now. Yeah, you are listening. And you can visit their website at www.gunnageek.com and find out about other fun geeky shows. And what's going on there at the moment? Well. There's a show that I'd like to tell you about, AC. And again, none of you people at home, you can turn this fucking off right now. Called Pop X Cast, in all caps. Mm, Pop X Cast. Okay, I don't think I've listened to this one before, actually. Uh, their most recent episode, episode 89, Ooh. is entitled yeah, Marvel slash Netflix Discussion, Punisher Season 2, and Aquaman Review. This is uh, obviously a bit of a pop culture podcast about, yeah. and uh, this week they're talking all about Netflix and Marvel and all that. That actually sounds jazz. pretty interesting because I think they've axed Punisher recently. Yeah, and uh, I, I never watched. That, that, I never watched this Punisher show. No, the Aquaman guy—he sleeps with the fishes or something like that, or talks to them, or same thing, really. 
I don't know. Talk yeah. to them, sleep with them, Rex hunt them. I don't know. <laughs> yes, that's. It's just Rex hunt. <laughs> that would be great. I really wish it was that. Just so Rex Hunt was this really weird guy in Australia, and yeah. I, I'm, t- I'm making the podcast go super long here. That's fine. We can maybe put this like after. We the- need to explain Rex Hunt. Rex Hunt was like a fisherman who had his own show called Rex Hunt's Fishing Adventures or something stupid like that. He'd go out into the ocean, get some fish, and his gimmick was that uh, he'd kiss him. He'd kiss the fish and then throw him back in. That's right. He always gave him a big smooch. That's always always a bit creepy, a bit weird. But, you know, it's his gimmick. That's fine. Whatever. Uh, Cut to a couple of years after his show ended. Uh, And then he was found naked in an alleyway. (laughs) Running away from prostitutes. Or towards prostitutes. (laughs) I don't know. Rex, you're kind of going the wrong way, mate. (laughs) He went on radio later on to explain (laughs) it. And I think his exact quote was, uh, the girl's happy. She's got no money. I got my rocks off. Oh, how good is this? <laughs> An Australian look, legend. I'll look that up because that is like, that became a really weird thing in Australia for about uh, six months. Oh, wow. Okay. I didn't, I, I didn't know that actually. Yeah. I no, didn't know it's, that. It's fucking creepy. It turns out. Rex Hunt's yeah. prostitution running away <laughs> or towards. I'm not sure which it was. That's very I was good. overseas at the time. I, I kind of heard this information third hand. That's fantastic. But it turned out to be completely true. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, that's great. Um, but this, this this podcast that I'm trying to talk about okay. is not about Rex Sun, believe it or not. So, more's the pity. But it is about, you know, the Punisher and crap. So, it says right here, Recovering from the holiday break, Pop X makes its return in 2019 with a very hot topic concerning Marvel's departure from Netflix and the future of our beloved superheroes from the streaming platform. Ah, uh, yeah. We offer insight into the future of Marvel streaming sagas as well as review season two of The Punisher, a film review of Aquaman. Aquaman? Ooh, yeah. my. Yeah, well, we posh. I know, that's right. Some of you might call it Aquaman. Aquaman. You know, but, you know, you're obviously just fucking ignoramuses. <laughs> and as I said before, while you're listening to this, turn this off. Um, a film review of Aquaman and so much more. So much more, I see. So why not listen to episode 89 of the pop x cast why actually, not just give them a listen don't listen like don't take rob's like weird tone <laughs> actually give them a listen they sound pretty cool look yeah if you're into that stuff and look a lot of people are and i'm kind mm. of into it too so you know what i might give it a listen as well Ace. good on you good on you mate and with that why don't you read the damn copy Ace? the copy is you've been listening to game life balance australia the australian edition of the game life balance podcast uh, you can visit us on the web at GameLifeBalanceAustralia.com mm-hmm. uh, and we have a sister show in the US who are kind of keep saying or threatening they're going to do more episodes. I haven't heard anything. I feel like threat is probably the appropriate. Threat is probably it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if we keep threatening them, maybe they'll have to do something. Shame them into coming. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, follow me on Twitter at ProdTally. Um, <clears throat> look, I didn't... <sighs> Robbie, I didn't want to mention this on the podcast, but I might be doing another podcast. <gasps> How dare you? I feel, I feel sort of violated by that. I think you actually feel very indifferent to this. I, I do, actually. I'm trying to pretend that I don't. Oh, <laughs> uh, look. You've heard me talk about Urusei Yatsura. I have. Lum a lot. <gasps> and Is the Lum Squad going to make a podcast? We are thinking of... Some of Lum Squad is thinking about getting together. And, yeah, there is a, there is a, um, a podcast out there called Manga Mavericks. Wow, okay. And they do a really good show. They're actually um, nearly on par... 
in terms of episodes with us, and they're up to episode 79. Hmm. Okay. And uh, they do a lot of good anime manga reviews and and talk about the culture and everything like that. And it's um, really fascinating stuff. Cool. One of the One of the people got in touch with me and we've been kind of trying to nut out a way to do an Urusei Atsara podcast. So it's incredibly niche and we mm. we could only do it like once a month because of time zones and stuff like that. But So a whole podcast dedicated just to... As I said, incredibly niche. Wow. But yep. Yep. but we're so tempted to do it just because it would be a lot of fun to talk about it and just mm. get it out there. But, yeah. you know, we'll stay tuned. If, if it happens, I'll let you know. I think like the majority of people who listen to this probably aren't into it, but I thought I'd throw it out there You're anyway. probably the most qualified guy to do that. Though, I so. uh, probably am, actually. Yeah, yeah. I might actually be one of the more knowledgeable people Apart in terms the, of the culture. the dude what wrote the, an- the manga. The, the, uh, I, almost wrote, I almost said anime, which is very wrong. Um, not a dude, trust me. The chick. The Chicky Babe. Yeah, well, okay, Chicky Babe. All right. <laughs> we'll, we'll go with that and say you can follow Geo Sorry, my, like, my brain can't conceive it. of more than two genders. <laughs> I'm an idiot. What, what dude and Chicky Babe? A dude and a Chicky Babe. I'm a fucking moron. <laughs> and with that, I think we'll end the show. <laughs>